Fatality Fitness Podcast, covering everything from fitness, health, and nutrition with your host, Matthew Smiley, covering top topics and answering all your fitness Q&As with featured guests. How you doing? Welcome to another episode of the Fatality Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Smiley, and in this episode, I want to talk about intensity. Are you training hard enough? Is your program demanding enough for the changes that you want to see? How to increase the intensity and the common faults that I see? Now, let's talk about the faults that I see. For example, the first one is I see people spending too much time on their mobile phones. So they might do an exercise and when they've got a rest period, they'll maybe jump on the mobile phone and next thing you know they're distracted, they've ended up getting caught up in social media or work or group chats and what happens with that is they are increasing their rest period and they're lowering the intensity of their workout straight away and it's so important to make sure that you spend the time that you've got wisely in the gym because you might only have a limited amount of time, you might only have that hour in a day where you can actually do a workout and if you're spending that um, with minutes on your mobile phone then you're not actually pushing yourself to that within that time frame that you've got within that day so best thing to do is maybe just put it on airplane mode use it as a tool for uh, music or if you're logging data um, try and remove all distractions that can possibly happen I've seen people still coming in with a notepad and pen because they know that if they use their mobile phone they'll get distracted um, so try and remove that distraction and more likely you'll be able to increase the intensity and you'll be able to kind of lower your rest periods as well so yeah less time on your mobile phone another one that i see is uh, people rely too much on their fitness trackers so they rely too much on their apple watch or their fitbit to tell them that they've had a good workout now you should physically be able to tell me that you've had a hard workout you'll be sweating you'll be breathing heavy, your heart rate will be up, you don't need a, a Fitbit or an Apple Watch to tell you that you've had a, a good workout. Now, there may be good tools for kind of accountability and, and, and for me, the only tool that I would use mine for is um, count my steps to see if I'm sedentary, if I'm hitting my step goal. I don't use it for actual workout because I know if my workout's been uh, demanding, I know when I'm training hard, so I don't need a, an Apple Watch to tell me that. Um, and too many people kind of rely on that. I've seen some people come into the gym, they've not had their Apple Watch with them, they've ended up either putting in half a shift or they've ended up walking back out of the gym, but at the end of the day, you don't need that to do a good workout. You should know yourself when you've done a good workout. So try not to use it. Again, they're not 100% accurate anyway, so don't be too reliant on that as an indicator for how hard a workout you've done. The other one is sticking to a rep range now. A rep range should always just be a reference. So, for example, if I'm giving a client a training program or you've maybe downloaded one and the rep range on it is 8 to 12 reps, that is just a reference to how you should get... If you, say the goal is hypertrophy, you would look through maybe that rep range. Um, but it's just a reference. If you can push yourself that wee bit more and get more fatigue out of the muscle, then go for it. Go for that extra couple of reps. If you can then go beyond that... Um, and you're maybe going like six, seven, eight, nine, ten reps in reserve, then you know that it's not demanding enough, and that's when you look at increasing the intensity by increasing the load of the exercise. Um, as long as you can keep the technique, 
then never substitute technique for load but if you can keep the form if still doing well on the skill then you can increase the intensity by increasing the load of the exercise and it's just a reference but if you're getting way beyond that 12 rep range then you know that the intensity is not that high and that's when it's time to kind of step it up um, done it with a client the other day um, recently just came on board gave him a reference he was doing the rep range and then sticking the weight back up and I'm like nah you've got way more in the tank there how many more reps could you do and he kept doing it doing it doing it doing it and I'm like yep now that's an indicator that that's too easy we need to then increase the load and make it more demanding and we jumped up like I don't know an extra 10 kilogram or something so it was a, a big increase to make it more demanding and that's when you know you need to increase the intensity of that um, when we come to uh, lifting weights so ask yourself this in your workouts like physically how demanding is it are you sweating so again I understand that some people maybe sweat more than others some people they sweat if there's a increase in temperature um, but it's a good sign to see that you're maybe breathing heavy your heart rate's increasing you're sweating um, it's a good sign that may- maybe you're, you're starting to increase the intensity of the actual workout itself um a true indicator for me is the RPE scale. I love to use this with clients. So, for example, if you're maybe doing an exercise and I'll turn around and say, how was that out of 10? And if you tell me that's quite low, it was only a 3 out of 10, then we know that it's too easy. We need to increase that intensity. And the RPE scale, so the rate of excursion, is a good scale. And it's a good one that uh, trainers should use with clients as well, is how hard was that out of 10? And that will give you an indication of where they're currently at. Could they maybe push themselves that wee bit more? Could you increase the intensity? Could you increase the load? Um, how do we increase the intensity if we want to make it more demanding? We maybe drop the rest period. We maybe superset it. So if a client's maybe doing one exercise and they're fine with it, how could I make that more demanding? I might do a superset. I might do a giant set. So she might, might do like two or three exercises back to back or lower the rest without any rest sorry on that one or we could lower the rest period or we increase the load all these things that we can do um, to make it more demanding muscle fatigue so can they physically lift it so i've had clients that have been trying to um push to a failure basically as is it physically that they can't lift that weight anymore and that's something that's really important when it comes to hypertrophy and trying to build muscle is we're looking for muscle fatigue so are we taxing the muscle as hard as possible because we are demanding uh, more motor neurons to recruit more muscle fibers to build uh, more muscle so muscle fatigue is a very important one are you pushing it until you can't physically lift the the weight And, and it's a good sign if they can't lift the leg and they can't lift the weight um, maybe they would drop it down and we try and try them at a different weight and see if they can lift that. If they then struggle with that, that's a sign that muscle fatigue is starting to set in and that's where we want to be pushing yourself if you're looking to build uh, muscle. So let's look at other ways we could increase the intensity as well. Um, if you're playing sports and you're do, or doing some form of condition then you might want to look at increasing the heart rate now I use when I've I train a few boxers I get them to increase their heart rate and then this is where you might look at training zones so you've got like 
the fat burn, you've got uh, fat lick training, you've got interval training, but what I'll try and do is because when uh, boxers are fighting in a ring, they're they're working in a kind of ninety percent of their max heart rate during a fight. Like if you can see, if you put a heart rate monitor on a boxer when they're in sparring or they're in fighting, you would see that they they spend most of that time up in that red zone, uh, and that's what I do is I get them to train in that zone. So if they come on board, I get them to do kind of we call it red zone running, where they'll spend four minutes in that red zone and that ninety percent of the max heart rate, and we'll then have a two minute rest. And then we put them back into that zone. And the more you can be in that zone, the more uh, generally the generally it's just improving cardiovascular fitness. It's talking about increasing uh, general fitness. Um, the more you it's, it's being comfortable and uncomfortable. It's it, the first time you do kind of any of that kind of interval training. It's very uncomfortable. The more you train in it, the more comfortable you become, and then generally they will increase their uh, fitness by being in there. So that's that's the point of doing kind of red zone running mostly for kind of sports or athletes i would say to do that um i'm not saying that people general pop can't do interval training they might do it but they might not use these kind of longer periods of form to it might be shorter intervals of um intensity um but depending on the goal as your goal fat loss is it generally to get fitter are you training for an event it really depends but heart rate training can be very important when it comes to like athlete training if it's just general pop and they want to get fitter um, or they want to increase the intensities, a good one to do is, is lower the rest periods. So maybe if your rest period between each set was maybe three minutes, start to drop it down and see if you can increase the intensity by lowering the, the rest period of each kind of workout that you're doing. So between each set, rather than having three minutes rest or... Uh, a minute and a half, let's drop it down to a minute and see how you're getting on, and that will increase the intensity of the workout. Um, and you might do that with kind of circuit-based training as well, so maybe you might have done 30 seconds on a minute off. I normally do it with people who maybe start out first, as if we're doing kind of any circuit-based training, we might do um, 30 seconds of an exercise and then a minute off, and then over time we might do 30 seconds to 45, then we might do 30 and 30, and just generally, over time, you'll see them getting generally improving cardiovascular fitness and just improving um but while doing that increasing the intensity and make it more demanding because if they were just someone who done um 30 seconds in a minute and they kept like that forever then they're generally not demanding that's what i was saying at the start of this was does your program demand change we need to keep demanding change it's for example if i was talking about the 8 to 12 rep range. Now, if you were getting to 8 to 12 and I said, right, that's too easy, we're going to increase the load, that might be hard to start with over a, over a couple of weeks. But over that few weeks, what happens is then you you, you, you adapt to it and you need to increase the, the intensity. So you need to either drop the rest period or increase the load again because what happens is we get matching that strength and we get used to it. So we need to uh, increase the load again. And that's adaptation, that's called progressive overloading. That's you progressively making it that wee bit more demanding uh, for heart and lungs and for the muscles to make them work that wee bit harder because over time you will adapt. And then the last one here as I just wrote is supersets and giant sets. This is just like, as previously mentioned, supersets is just going from one exercise into another. You could do it... Um, is the same muscle group, you may have heard the term agonist-antagonist, that just basically means 
if it's a muscle fit at the front, you need to do the one at the, the back, so it compensates each other. Um, but yeah, giant sets is maybe doing three, four, five, exercise, five exercises back, uh, in a circuit. Um, just basically increasing the intensity, that makes it more kind of circuit-based. It's, it's taxing and it's hard, um, but it's basically just increasing the intensity to the max. So all I basically done with my clients last night is I put them into this, I put them on this training and then at the end of it what we spoke about was how can you increase the intensity or how can you see if you're pushing yourself towards um, or pushing you to the levels that you should be at for the change that you want to see so got them to write down the exercise got them to write down how many reps I have wrote on the program how many reps they completed so do it to failure so for example as I said if the reps were 12 and they were managing to do 20 reps how many reps did they have in reserve and then what was your rpe so out of 10 how hard was that and if they're the way down at four and five and six then we know that we need to increase the load and then we'll look at it again and go right how many reps did you have in reserve this time and then what was your rpe scale this time as well and it's a good way to work out if you are working at the right intensity that you should be for the demand or for the changes that you want to see um so yeah that's just a, a kind of podcast about intensity if you've got any questions on it let me know but basically that is the way that you demand changes you drop the rest period you do supersets you work to muscle fatigue with the right load but the rpe scale is probably the most important one out of 10 how demanding was that and how can you push yourself until you get to that seven eight nine ten rpe scale when it then becomes demanding enough that you um intensity where it's just you know that you're working hard in the gym and really the massive as I said to you at the start uh, the biggest distraction in the gym is mobile phones or talking away to other people in the gym like give understand that if you've only got an hour you need to put in that effort for that hour that you've got in the gym and make the most of every single workout if you want to see change if you want to be pushing yourself towards the goals that you want to achieve, whether that being fat loss, whether that being through muscle building, whether that being through generally improving uh, cardiovascular fitness or improving your health and well-being, then really you want to make the most out of each training session and go go for it. Go for broke, as I say. So hope you're all good. Any questions on that, send me a message over and I'll speak to you all very soon. Take care.